Hello, I am Sophie. And I'm Elise. And today we are going to be discussing a topic that has been in question since, I would say, the beginning of time. We are going to be talking about parenting. I think before this episode, we should acknowledge our point of view as well. Sophie and I were both and are currently being raised by both our parents in a place where that is the norm. And there is, I would say, a lot of judgment about how you raise your kids. Yeah, and speaking more about that judgment piece, um, where we are growing up, uh, just like adding on to that, I think that judgment is more targeted around especially how, how what you're going to do in the future for kids especially. Do you think that's kind of a toxic culture, Elise? Yeah, completely. I feel like everyone is up to their own... Everyone's up to their own decision when they want to, like, parent their kids. And another thing also is mothers nowadays are constantly being fled with, like, do this better, do that better, whatever, right? It's never... Um, I don't know. It's it's never so straightforward because everyone, everyone has different thoughts on how you raise your kids and it also has a lot to do with how you were raised as well yeah I agree with that um and then going on to some of the deeper questions right away do you think that parenting is one of the most influential aspects or the most influential aspect in the terms of the nurture versus nature debate I mean I don't think it's the most influential aspect but I completely agree that it is super influential but the thing is it's a I see plenty of people, you know, with um, p- certain parents, certain parenting types, and they just turn out completely unexpected. And so it also yeah. just has to do with just the kid itself. Like, everyone is different in their own way. You know, we're not just set robots who are yeah. crafted by our parents. I agree. And I think a lot of people don't take into consideration, too, one of the most important parts is just siblings as well. Like, yeah. if you think about it, me compared to my sister, I would say that we're incredibly different. <laughs> and I almost feel like my parents would raise, would just raise us differently if it was just me being, just me growing up or just one of my sisters. So it, it is really interesting, that entire topic in terms of parenting, too. I yeah, completely. I've found recently, I've realized I just, I've had this conversation multiple, like, multiple times with um, my friends and whenever I have kids I just know I do not want an only child <laughs> because I just there's something you know having siblings teaches you so much yeah and it also teaches you a lot about like unconditional love yeah, and you know? it definitely does change the way your parents would raise you too I would say yes completely because I feel like only children are being coddled their entire lives <laughs> and you'll find that a lot of them typically grow out of it But if I'm thinking about this right now, like whenever I was um, younger playing with my friends, the only children would be the ones who would not share their toys. (laughs) Okay, there there is stigma around it too because there was there are some people. Okay, okay, it kind of is an insult when you when you say, "Oh, you sound like an only child," because there are just some people like that though. Yeah, I just know someone, and they just give off the vibes of that that they're just they're not good at sharing with other people. But then again, too, it's also important to consider, like, COVID, is that going to make everyone kind of seem like an only child because they're not as good at social skills? Because I think that's the main topic, is that social skills is the one thing you're lacking if you're an only child. Yeah. Um, But one of the other things I find that in parenting um, that comes up a lot more, especially in high school, is grades. Oh, yeah. Especially here as well. Yeah, especially on Mercer Island. Um, the environment is very competitive when it comes to academics. Yeah. Um, and 
so some things that um I don't know if parents still do this now when kids are their age, but at least in like middle school, they would like bribe their kids yeah, to have good grades. Yeah, that's a thing. Um it's completely a thing. I never knew how to feel about that, honestly. And honestly, I mean, my parents never did that for me, but I would not be complaining if I got like <laughs> I, I kind of some money for did. an A. But at the same time, I think it just disintegrates like your own motivation and strife for school and you know it comes to a point where you're the you're it comes to a point where you have to be the one motivating yourself yeah I agree Um, I guess I always do see in that aspect of oh I wish that was me I wish I was getting paid every time I got a good grade but then it does kind of put you in that mindset of oh well now every time that I get a good achievement in life I'm not gonna maybe get a reward for it mm -hmm. and it does seem like there would be a lot of bad effects of what it turns out or how it makes yeah. me turn out. But it's not going to help you in the real world. And another I, thing... I really wish I really wish I got paid <laughs> for my A's. Another thing about that is, like, I feel for myself, I am more punishment-driven, <laughs> which is not necessarily great. Yeah. But I would rather have someone be like, I'm going to take away this if you don't do this instead of I'm giving you this. Just because... Um, you know, if someone gives you something, you're like, oh, well, that's nice. But then again, do I really need it? <laughs> yeah, but then, okay, the problem with that one, though, th- then I feel like it puts you in that position. If it's what I'm assuming, like, your parents taking it away, I feel like it would put you in the position of almost not le- or a worse relationship with your parents. Unrest. Then, yeah, because then you just know <laughs> that, <laughs> that you just have that you're not, like, in a mutual relationship with your parents. They're, like, the villain. That may be true, although my parents never really did any sort of thing for grades, Yeah, same. but if they did, it would probably work out better if they punished me. I know, and it's strange, too, because I feel like my parents never did, like, it was just an expected thing to get good grades and try in school. Yeah, I agree. But there are just times when I'll, like, think to myself, and I'll just be feeling like, okay, if I was a, just a different person, and I just didn't have the same values that I do right now, mm-hmm. I just would not care about grades, but I just feel like I have these values and honestly, I think it is a lot for my siblings. Like, I have to be, I have to turn out better than, I have to turn out as good as them, if not better. So I have to get, like, good grades. So it's almost just values I put upon myself. So I don't even know if that would be coming from my parents or if it just the external environment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then my next question would have to be then, do you think that you would be a completely different person if you were, if you had different sibling or siblings or just different parents. Like, where, where do you think it, where you, your personality and traits lie on that chart? I think growing up in my family environment has definitely led me um, to being more empathetic than yeah. I might be. Um, and kind of, I don't know, it's, 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 it's been tough. <laughs> um, and my family, like, dynamic is a lot different than others. Yeah. And so I think um, it's definitely led me, specifically just with my entire family, just I feel like to be more empathetic and understanding at the same time yeah. with my parents. I feel like my dad um, also has always motivated motive. My dad has also always motivated me to be, a, um, to have a, you know, just have a good heart. Yeah. And then my mom, she we're very much alike when it comes to social (laughs) aspects um and that's something I love about her so what about you um for me I would say I feel like I am a very obviously I said before very different from both my siblings and yeah I do think it's hard because it is kind of tapping into the nurture versus nature debate 
And I think if I had different siblings, I would definitely be a, a much, much different person. Almost maybe more than having different parents. Because I feel just, especially being the youngest child, it shaped me so much to who I am mm-hmm. and what I value and try to be. So yeah, actually, I think it would. And I think that's just also saying that nurture beats nature too as well. Uh, but I really do think that environmental factors like that do play a really big part in just who we are and what we like. So additionally, adding on to that question, what do you think one of the best things that your parents have done for you? Has that influenced you or what was that like? Or maybe what was the best thing they've done for you? Um, I think the best thing. Oh, it's just parenting choice, I would uh, say. This is a tough thing, but I'm really glad that my parents didn't like pamper me up and boost my ego massively (laughs) as a child yeah um and certain things like that like my mom she's very opinionated like me and she's very (laughs) against like the you know those shirts that say like mommy's little princess on them (laughs) like not so so her not buying you that was the best parenting choice they've done (laughs) probably i don't know i think that's fair that's fair i think also just like (laughs) also fashion choices like yeah, yes, most children fashion is ugly. Um, I was wearing, like, Hannah Anderson striped... I remember, I remember. Like, outfits, but at least I wasn't wearing Justice ones with, like, monkeys on okay, them. Okay, those were good ends. shirts. Those were good shirts. I, I don't just, know why we have to hate the Justice shirts. I beg to differ. Okay, so. I was a proud wearer of the Justice shirts, what first do you of all. you're... So, what do you think... How? <laughs> I think Just they shaped me to be a pretty good person. I think they shaped me to be a pretty good person. Really? First of all. <laughs> oh, oh my okay. Okay. So first of all, um, I would say that they made me be more confident. I think the monkeys and peace signs <laughs> <laughs> This is not talking about T shirts. It's talking about your parents. Oh yeah, like oh, okay. That okay. too, that too. <laughs> yeah, okay, but the justice shirts I think justice for the justice shirts because they were good. Um, back to the question. <laughs> I oh. think that uh, my parents, the best choice they made for me, uh, that is kind of a hard one. I would say in terms of just overall being raised, I think that I w- was given a lot of trust as a child and especially now too. And it seems so weird. It seems counterintuitive almost because my parents just trust me to make the right choices, know, um, make good decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's the part where it just comes to my mind. It's like if I was a different person who didn't have the values I did, I would easily in an instant break their trust, like do all these things, obviously without telling them. But like, I feel that being almost honored with this trust they give me, I just have to make the right decisions with it. So I don't know. I feel like it's definitely benefited me because I just feel like it made me more mature as a child. Yeah. And especially now. Like they prepped you for the real world. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Harsh realities of the real world. Speaking of trust, um, well, actually, let's dive deeper into this question real quick before we move on <laughs> yeah. what do you wish that your parents could have done differently oh, that's a hard one I had to think about that for a second I feel like when it comes to this question it may not affect the outcome but it could affect how you got there you know yeah yeah I think honestly mm, I would just say okay I would say it's the way they chose to raise my siblings because I feel okay it also being being the youngest child it feels as though I'm just an observer for a lot of stuff because my siblings, oh, they're like obviously the first to go to college, the first to do a lot of things before me. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of a third person observer of watching all these things unfold and happen. And I feel like I could have made so many, so many better decisions 
of how my parents chose to do stuff and like handle situations. Like let's say my sister did something bad or annoying and my mom would just like brush over or my dad would just be like, oh, it's fine. Then like, I, of course I would have these other guys like, oh, you should tell her to do this and this or like tell her that she should be more like kind and forgiving or like just stuff like that. <laughs> so I feel like yeah. if they had almost, obviously they wouldn't listen to me because I was like six years old and they wouldn't listen to my parenting advice or raising these people <laughs> for my siblings. But I just, if maybe if they, if they were just more considerate with my six-year-old point of view of like how my siblings, what they were doing and just sort of how some of the things, aspects of how they were being raised. What about you? What would you say the worst, not the worst, sorry, but what, what thing you would wish to be raised differently by your parents? Um, if I were to be raised differently, I feel like um, this is more current to the time, but I feel yeah. like... I think that's when it, most of the issues come into play with <laughs> kids having deals yeah. with their parents is when they're teenagers. Um, I feel like just lately, especially this year... My parents have lost so much trust in me, and I feel like they're always thinking I'm up to no good, and it's annoying that they might think that low of me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, she was like, why are you at the park late at night? And I'm like, I was playing basketball. And she goes, oh, really? And it's just, it's one big cycle of endless trust issues. Yeah, and I think Um, there's a lot of parts that go into it, too, because some of it, I'm sure, is reflecting how, like, your parents maybe weren't, felt like they were misusing the trust that they were given when they were a kid. That is true. And Although my parents, my, both of my parents have deemed themselves to be golden children <laughs> um, when they were raised, so. Yeah. Mm. I think a lot of it, too, it does make me realize how grateful I am to have my parents trust me. It just, it just does make you realize when you see other people's point of views and other people's yeah. opinions and how they were being raised. Jealousy. And I think especially back in the day, as I was talking about, my parents were supposedly golden children. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, they always had, I feel like more trust was given to kids. Yeah, um, yeah. Their kids locking key children is oh, yeah. what they refer to them in my history class. Um, basically, you know, the parents are off at work. They give their kids the key. They let themselves in. They do whatever they want. Yeah. And then that definitely has to play them. with just phones, too. As well as, oh, there wasn't the option of, like, surveillancing them. So there was really no other choice but to trust them. Yeah, I feel like that's that's true. Um, and there are also, I mean, this happens today, you know, like, in the summers, maybe. Another question that I have is, like, do you think, like, a ton of, like, signing kids up for a ton of summer camps and stuff is effective? Or would you rather have them be, like, a lock and key children? Um, just kind of doing what they want. Yeah, that is an interesting one because, I don't know, it, it also makes you kind of think what time period, too, you'd rather be in. Because for me, honestly, it seems like everything would just be so much more at peace as a person as well. If you were born in an era when you don't have to deal with, like, phones and stuff and now having all access to all this information. I suppose, I think that's too interesting to consider is maybe parents don't trust their kids as much these days because they have all this access to bad things, too, as well as the good. I think they also don't trust their kids, um, not only because, like, you know, social media and whatever, but yeah. another thing is, like, you know, their generation was a lot worse than we are, and so they think that we're <laughs> yeah, doing I did, the same I, stuff. Yeah, I read that, actually. Um, and they're suspicious of everything, but really, I feel like we aren't the problem. It's 
it's them. Yeah. Do you think that kids these days are worse than they were our parents' generation, like, 50, 50 years ago? Yeah, that would be a good era. Mm, <laughs> yeah, like, 0%. There's no way. There <laughs> is so you, no way. You think our parents were worse then? 100%. Really? I don't know. What do you think? There's absolutely... I'm sorry. I just, like... There's, like, stats proving it, and... Are there... I guess it's some of it makes sure. sense. I think that the one thing that's just hooking me on it is that because we have access to phones and stuff, that it gives kids so much more resources to, like, bad things. And but well, it does give them resources to good things. How much bad things is it, though? Because it's just online. That's... Well, okay. Well, a while ago, there was that story about that kid who got a firearm because he was on this extreme fascist... He, or he just had access to all this extreme fascist views on the internet. And his parents were, like, lawyers. They were good people. They had no idea. So it just goes to show just how extreme things can be and how echo chambers as well. Obviously a dangerous thing, but that's an entirely different story. That's true. I feel like um, it definitely has gotten more extreme. But uh, maybe not in the ways that we think. Just because, you know, that is an extremely rare case in most that's of true, the time. That's true. You know, it's true, social media does feed you what you only want to see, but that is definitely a whole other conversation. Yeah, it's, um, I'm sure it is an interesting statistic or poll, because I know there are just some people who are just naturally just not good people. So I, I, I would love to see if that has, number has changed this time since that's true. long, long ago. Um, Steering topics. Um, Another thing is, um, this is more about... What do we think we would do as parents? But do you think kids, like like younger kids, should be yeah. doing dangerous sports like football or gymnastics or mm. something at such young ages? Like, how would you feel about your kid doing that? That go, That's going more into just, yeah, parenting styles and if what ifs and stuff. I think that's hard, too, because a lot of, for young kids at least, it's their parents who are the ones signing up and scheduling all their date uh, all their agenda and schedules Mm -hmm. so it really would be if the kid were to get hurt too it would be the parents fault theoretically if it's if we're talking like young kids i mean legally but what if the kid like wanted (laughs) to do it uh i don't know because there's i think that's that's definitely not a black and white answer i would say also speaking on that do you think that it's good that parents are the ones who basically choose their kids future based on what things they sign them up for um i think when you're a kid um it's hard you know because kid could be like i want to like like be like a pro pro solitaire player I don't solitary know. something random <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah and i think what the parents i think the parents like should have some say um or at least guide in what's happening with yeah. um like, maybe if they notice that their kid likes, like, riding horses or something, you could sign them up. But then it's also the thing where it's, like, you tell your mom you like you like capybaras once, and then, like, your whole entire birthday party is planned around oh, That's that. true. That's true. So it's, like, I don't know. But I definitely think um, that what the parents have to do is just kind of pick up on the natural instincts of the kid and yeah. go from there. Because the worst thing ever is just you try like your parents trying to live through you you know yeah that's another big issue that a lot of people would bring up in like every disney movie ever <laughs> yeah yeah that's not my dream dad it's yours <sighs> yeah, that's the big thing and especially to i'd say mostly for athletes or in the athletic program or athletic topic of people because there's let's say there's just oh let's say there's a soccer player 
and they get terribly injured, break their ACL, you know they're going to sign their kid up for soccer because they want them to live their dream. Or let's say they were a really great soccer player. Maybe their kid isn't. They're still going to sign their kid up because they want them to experience just as good. And I think that's just its own toxic cycle. But at the same time, it can also be a bonding thing, you know? That's true. That's true. Like, you want to find something that you and your kid have in common. Yeah, that's also really important. But then it does also, I would say, still set up a sort of toxic environment for the kid, at least, if they can't live up to the expectations that their parents would set for them. And I know in athletics, that's obviously a main one, but I'm trying to think of maybe if there were other examples or types where that thing can happen. I mean, like, career paths is a big thing also, oh, you know? Yeah. Like, you'll find a lot of families, they'll want their kids to go into the medicine field, but yeah. they're like, no, like, I want to pursue art or whatever. <laughs> that's always a scenario. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it's another really good one. So it is hard, and it is a really interesting topic kind of to see how kids are just live their well I guess they really are just different versions of their parents and how their parents want them to be I would say too that's true something I found um as working with kids oh, yeah. as my job um because I taught ski lessons and I'm now a dive coach for kids um you'll find that the parents are typically the issue when it comes to teaching and oh. not the kids <laughs> how so and this translates over well you know, the kids are just there to have fun yeah. or because their parents made them, right? Yeah. Um, but the the bigger issues really stem from the parents um, just being controlling. Maybe, like, when I were to teach ski lessons, you know, there would always be the parents trying to figure out every single move, <laughs> kind of trying to, like, do your job for you, and that's not why you signed up to be here, right? And also you'll find that... Um, that was kind of an intro to what I'm about, about to say right now, but you'll find that parents are so much like their kids, <laughs> and so many people are like, I'm not like my mom, like, I'm completely not like my parents, yeah. but I'm sorry, it's just absolutely false. When you're surrounded that much time with, like, someone, there's no way that you don't pick up on the way that they talk, the way that they yeah. stand. Like, it's a, a lot of it is subconscious, morals. too, because it's 100%. you don't realize... I mean, especially younger kids. It depends. As well. Like, if you don't realize it, you're alike, and if you do realize it, you're alike. Like, <laughs> I know my mom and I are very much alike. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. Yeah, there will be moments when I don't realize it. I'm like, oh, I'm so much different than these people. But then just something will happen. I'll be like, we just have the exact same values of it, and exactly. it is interesting too because you know it's like in a way it's not your values that you're seeing that you both share. It's theirs, and that they you've just learned to grow accustomed to. Because if you're a young kid you hear your parents say something about, like, a topic or controversial, chances yeah. are you're going to have that exact same view. 100%. So, and yeah. as well with that, you'll find it, you know, it happens with your friends. Um, you might realize yeah, that yeah. more, but, you know, you a lot of people's friends, like, talk the same. Yeah, and that's why parents don't want your, you hanging out with, like, the sketchy group. But it is a really interesting correlation between the whole topic and especially of nurture versus nature and how much parents in raising their kids come into play. 100. And, yeah, and just especially our perspectives on it. But with that, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been Sophie and Elise. Thanks for listening to KMIH 889 The Bridge. <laughs>